and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So never hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Coburn Field at David M. Walker Stadium. I'm Nick Verzellini alongside me, Colin McLaughlin, and head coach of the Spring Mills Cardinals, Josh Sims, along with quarterback Max Anderson here on the Sports Mix Live uh, about an hour earlier than normal uh, as we are here for the 7-on-7 tournament at Martinsburg High School and uh, you know just kind of previewing the football season. Football season coming up and definitely exciting guys, I'm sure, for you guys to be out here at the 7-on-7 and uh, get an opportunity to get an early look at your team, Coach. Uh, yeah, uh, I think the main reason you do things like this in the three weeks, these 7-on-7s, seven is to break up the monotony a little bit, give these kids an opportunity to come out here and compete, uh, you know, kind of, uh, again, just kind of break up that uh, that regular routine of going through practice and come out here and get excited a little bit. And another interesting thing about this 7-on-7 seven seven is you have the lineman competition, which I'm sure – uh, the linemen like to enjoy that because I can remember seven on sevens. Us linemen always felt left out, so <laughs> always good to have the the linemen involved as well. Right, and and, and that was one of the things. It's funny you say that because when, when we talked about it all week, you know, I finally had mentioned there about midweek that the, we were going to have a lineman challenge, and you kind of see the shock on their faces. And and again, uh, once again, just some excitement that they were going to have the opportunity to you know just get you know get out of the. Uh, the routine of going up there, lifting weights, going down there, going through their steps, and actually get to go out here and go up against uh, you know another team. And Colin, uh, during the seven on seven, we got four EPAC schools here and uh, twelve different schools. So uh, should be a good day. It started about an hour ago, and um, good to see a different look at some of the EPAC teams early on. Yeah, right now in front of us here on uh, Field 1, it's the Martinsburg A-team going up against uh, James Wood, enjoying some uh, action here in front of us. Uh, got a f- second field there behind us and then a practice field. So as you mentioned, the uh, 12 teams, I think it's actually 10 schools because uh, I know Loudon has an A and a B, and then uh, right. Martinsburg has an A, B, and C team. But we'll be interviewing uh, all four represented EPAC teams, head coaches, as well as some uh players and uh enjoying right now with uh coach sims and uh max anderson so max uh, i know you're excited for the season as well and uh excited Sorry. for here today so uh just walk us through uh, what that first game went down and what you're hoping for uh here this season with you and your team um we're really building a new culture as primos uh i mean we had a, a pretty shaky game but you know we're just trying to build stuff as a team together and uh uh just build build building blocks one step at a time as we uh, just, or you guys, excuse me, just played, uh, what was uh, that like? How you like in chemistry-wise so far between uh, you and your receivers? Uh, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, we're just, you know, we just got to catch some balls. But other than that, we did pretty good running routes and, you know, uh, just playing as a team. What are you looking forward to uh, most this year with uh, your team? Uh, just just a new culture. Uh, Spring Mills this year really changed from previous years. Uh, we really bring the energy in the weight room and everything else. So I'm really excited to uh, go out and show what we got. You guys were four and six last year, but it was a young team. You had Max was a freshman quarterback, uh, and you were pretty competitive with a lot of teams. I can remember the game here at Martinsburg. You guys were with them for a half. Um, yeah. So 
it's it's got to be exciting to have a good amount of your core coming back, including your quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like you said there, you know, yeah, we were four and six. We obviously weren't happy about that, but you know, you're going to have seasons like that, and and you know, the the wonderful thing, and I think Max alluded to it there, is that uh, you know, these kids return. They they took that four and six the right way. You know, they didn't take it, uh, you know, in a, in a negative fashion or a, hey, let's put our head down and, and crawl in a hole. They they took it as as a learning experience. You know, all, all the uh, you know some of the. Uh, I guess uh, you know hits in the mouth we took last year. They uh, um, they uh, they helped it you know kind of callous them up and you know kind of uh, help them um, make them better for this year. And that's what we're seeing so far is 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 these kids, um, the coaching staff, you know, the administration, and really just kind of the community as a whole kind of start to come together at Spring Mills um, and just kind of believe in uh, what the program stands for. What are your uh, goals this year for the uh, program? I know we just mentioned last year going uh, four and six. How are you hoping the team uh, can build off that to improve this year? Well, I hate to put a num- you know numbers on it. Hey, I'm looking. We're looking at ten and zero or eight and two. But you know the the, the biggest thing is 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 uh, again that we're a team that gets better every week. Uh, we don't we don't want to be a team where uh, you know we have a bad game or, or somebody gets injured or something bad happens and then and then you start to see kind of like a, a degradation of the. Uh, um, you know, kind of the plan and, and, and the culture, but so we're just we're trying to get better each week. Now, in, in saying that, we feel very good about what we have coming back um, at, at our skilled positions, uh, especially and uh, defensively. You know, we got a lot of returning guys defensively. Now, in saying that, we're still we're still very young. Uh, you know, most of our production is going to be coming from sophomores and juniors. Um, uh, but, you know, defensively, I'm very confident. And in regards to our skilled guys uh, on the offensive side of the ball, very confident as well. Max, as we already mentioned, you were a uh, freshman there starting last year for the uh, team. What was it like getting varsity action for you one year into the program? And uh, what are you hoping to improve on here this year? And what have you learned so far? Uh, it was actually an awesome experience. Uh, I mean, and it's kind of hard coming into, you know, as a freshman playing, but, you know, uh, we did it, and I, I pretty I handled it pretty good. So, uh, but this year um, I'm just really working on like being able to really de- read the defense, read the field, uh, and just be able being able to deliver the ball to my guys, you know, and uh, just being a leader on the field and on and off the field. Growing up, were you uh, always a quarterback, or what other uh, positions did you typically nah, play? Uh, eighth grade, I started playing quarterback, but like when I was uh, playing youth ball, I played like receiver, played DN, you know, I just. Nah, but I just started playing uh, quarterback in eighth grade. What has it been uh, like transitioning to a quarterback position? Oh, uh, it was fun. I think I like it more. It's just, uh, you know, it's a harder role, and I liked it, and I enjoy it. You know, I was gonna say it's pretty impressive, you know, going from eighth grade yeah. uh, and then starting on varsity as a freshman. But you know, that's something that you also did in basketball, and I can remember, uh, you know, coach always talking about your leadership. On, on the court as well. So, uh, you know, Coach Sims, how have you seen Max really develop as a leader uh, on the field this year, especially now being a sophomore and in his second year? Yeah, and to go back to last year, you know, as a, as a coach, you know, a lot of times you got to put young kids in tough positions. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say right now definitively, you know, I've, I've never had to put, you know, a high school football player in a tougher position than, than we did last year, putting Max in there as a freshman. Um, and, you know, he, he said it too, and I love his confidence, and he handled it great. You know, he, he was poised. Um, he, he was a leader out there, and it really was uh, pretty special to see such a young kid um, lead in that fashion. But, you know, in regards to and moving uh, on to this year, um, and I'm not type to, you know, blow smoke when it comes to things like this, 
but fit, you know, Max has always had the mentality. Uh, we saw that last year. But the strides he's made uh, physically, um, just since the end of last football season, in regards to arm strength, footwork, uh, speed, overall strength, has really been something to, uh, I would say, kind of behold, you know. And, and, you know, you're talking about, you know, saying making all these gains. You know, this is a kid that also plays basketball, you know. Um, so, you know, one of the hardest workers uh, I've seen and, and really couldn't be more proud of, of his development, uh, both mentally and physically. So we're joined here on the Sports Mix from 11 to 1 p.m. today, a two-hour special during the Martinsburg Bulldogs 7-on-7 seven seven tournament here for Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. Alongside me is uh, Nick Verzlini. I'm Colin McLaughlin. We're joined by Spring Mills head coach and Josh Sims, as well as the starting quarterback for the Cardinals, Max Anderson. And if you're uh, tuned in radio-wise, you want to make sure, if you can, to get it on TV 10 as well as uh, Facebook if you want to do so get to see some of the uh, action here in front of us already had a great touchdown caught there by our cameraman donald kinney right in front of us and then a lot of the players here enjoying the day so far going from uh 10 o'clock all the way to 3 p.m in the seven on seven tournament as well as the uh lineman challenge and the tug of war tournament there during lunch but uh who are some of the guys here coach sims that uh you guys brought along that we can uh be uh keeping an eye on here this upcoming season uh, you know, d definitely Alex Eaton, who's going to be uh, playing running back for us. Uh, definitely keep an eye on Keon Mills um, in, in, in the slot uh, receiver. Uh, Jason Schreiner also, too, playing receiver. Isaiah Gano playing receiver. Uh, we got Nate Graham at the uh, linebacker. Um, you know, we expect him to, you know, be a, a stud for us on both sides of the ball. Uh, uh, definitely keep an eye out for um, uh, a young man named Tyree and uh, another another kid uh, who's going to be a freshman that you know we may expect to uh, step in there and produce for us. But we brought about 20 kids up here with us. You got a senior Zach Phillips playing linebacker as well, uh, and you got I want to mention some of the linemen. You got Gavin Jones down there at the uh, you know lineman challenge. You got Josh Potter who's going to be a junior, has worked his tail off. Anthony Williams. Um, so we got a lot a lot of kids up here that uh, you know you'd like to say keep an eye out for. So uh, once again, we're, we're just really excited to compete. And coach, uh, I believe this is year three for you as well. And first year was that COVID year. Um, so how I guess how does it feel to be entering this season again and, and kind of a, a more normal year again? with last year and really be able to get the kids in the weight room and stuff like that and have that full off-season experience? Oh, it's, it's it's beyond a relief. You know, um, you know, we were talking about it a little bit this morning in coach's office before we, uh, you know, shipped off over here. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it's one of those things that almost feels a little surreal the last two years, you know, the way things went. You know, coming in in that first COVID year, you know, that's one of those things looking back. Uh, that's one of those situations you almost you look back to and you think, uh, man, I can't believe we actually did that. You yeah. know, <laughs> went through that. So um, being able to feel like it's normal. And, and, and one thing that really solidified it to me that we, we were back to normal was having this three weeks in June, uh, you know, instead of July. So, uh, you know, I, I know uh, myself, the kids, uh, coaching staff, you know, everyone's just tickled to death that, that that's starting to be, uh, be a thing that's dissipated from our mindset. And we can just focus on, you know, playing football and having fun. Schedule-wise, you guys, it, uh, from what I looked like, unless there's one added in somewhere in between, uh, start off with four straight games home away, home away, all against Eastern Panhandle opponents. So how is uh, that going to fare for you guys just starting off tough all with uh, local teams? Uh, uh, you have to play them sometime. 
So, you know, when it really comes down to it, uh, you know, whether it's week eight or week one, you, you got to play them. And once again, you know, we, we want to really focus on being a team in regards to our mindset that it, that it's a different week every week. Um, so we're not looking ahead. We're not looking back. We're looking. We're looking at the now. So when it comes to the, uh, you know, the schedule, when we're playing, where we're playing, it really doesn't matter. Matter to us. We're focused on the, uh, you know, the the goal at hand. Now in regards to our schedule, it did get a little tougher. You know, we lost Hampshire. We picked up South Hagerstown. Uh, we also uh, lost Morgantown and picked up University, who was near undefeated last year. So, uh, you know, the, the, that right there kind of goes to show, you know, the confidence we have in these young kids and the progression they've made. And overall, do you think having a, a tougher schedule will be beneficial for your team no matter who you're playing in the EPAC? Because obviously you, you want to find a way to get into the playoffs and you're going to have to uh, beat some good teams to do that. Right. And, you know, so, so sometimes, you know, when it comes to that schedule getting tougher, it's because you're having a hard time getting teams to play you. So, you know, you know, even with the four and six, you know, we, we had last year, you know, uh, us being competitive, us being over here in the EPAC, it's very, very tough. Um, you know, some some of those things come out of necessity, you know, these teams. But at the same time, if you're trying to take a program to the next level, uh, the first thing you need to do there is to play the best. Um, so uh, in regards to our schedule getting tougher and things like that, that, that you know, that's a step in the progress to, to moving the program, um, you know, upwards. So uh, once again, you know, we got a lot of kids that, that they'd be excited about that. They're not backing down from that. So, you know, we didn't hesitate making that thing a little tougher. Do you get a read on any of these teams at an event like this? I mean, 7-on-7 seven seven and 11-on-11 11 11 is obviously completely different, but you at least get a good look at, at some of the skilled guys, I think, early on if you don't know who they have coming back and stuff like that. Of course. You always you always get a good look at your quarterback, and your quarterback th throw a little bit. You get to see, you know, obviously you have some receiver play. But, you know, unpopular opinion from from a coach here, you know, I'm not a huge fan of 7-on-7s seven because cause it isn't real football. Right. And, you know. Um, you know, I, you, you, there's been plenty of times. You know, you've seen a kid out of seven on seven. You say, "My, my God," and and then you never hear hear about him again in a real game. Um, you know, but it, but again, in saying that, you obviously getting a good sense here. Looking at Martinsburg, you know, there's definitely some skill running around out there. Um, and you know, the team we just played, uh, you know, uh, Loudon Valley. So you you always get a good sense of the uh, the skill you're getting. Um, but I, I, I do always try to keep in in the mindset of our players. That, that this is, you know, essentially flag football, and, and, and we're going to play real football, and that's, you know, physicality and toughness and, and things like that. So, you know, definitely you can see things, but we're, we're ready to play real football. And since we just uh, got the point of view there from Coach Sims, I'll ask uh, the same question to you there, Max. What do you uh, like here about the seven-on-seven -seven, uh, tournaments as he uh, – Coach Sims just pointed out kind of like flag football, but how does it help you prepare for uh, actual football come season time? Uh, you just get to compete. You get to go out and compete against other guys, get a different look from uh, other teams and not just playing against your own uh, teammates at practice. Uh, I mean, I think it's good just because that factor, but, yeah, obviously, like Coach Sims said, it's not real football, so nothing to be really worried about if you go out and lose or whatever, but always you, you always want to win, but, like, it's just not real football. What are the uh, goals that you have set for uh, yourself here this season? Uh, the goals for me, I just want to make uh, all 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 team EPAC, you know, uh, and just get some complete passes, you know, just just do anything to win for my team, you know. And uh, looking at your schedule, we already mentioned the EPAC games there to start off. What uh, games do you usually uh, key in on? Is there any 
rival that you always want to play tougher against, or is it always just, hey, go out there and do your best each and every week? Yeah, go out and do your best for each every every team you play. You go out and give your all. You know, nothing nothing short for any other team. You just go out and do your thing for every every week. What do you feel like uh, your strengths are here uh, as a quarterback, and then what are you still hoping to uh, improve on? Uh, one of my strengths, I think, I, I got a I got good accuracy. Uh, but what I need to work on is just you know getting the, just reading the field, being able to read defenses and stuff like that. And I'll ask you this uh, first, and then go over to you. Uh, coach Sims, what are your guys' uh, relationship here right now between uh, the QB and the uh, head coach? How's it been with uh, really learning through Coach Sims? Yeah, it's been, me, me and Coach Sims got a really good relationship. Uh, we talk about stuff, you know, just just what we got to do to get get this team right, and it's really good. And uh, Coach Sims, do you what do you like uh, here with your quarterback and Max? Well, he's a good player. I really don't like him that much, so I'll just say, no, <laughs> no, Matt, Matt. Max. Getting him nervous over here. His leg started twitching as soon as he said that. He's like, what? No, no, Max is great. Um, and, you know, that that's the real thing. I think uh, myself and, and uh, once again, you know, always include the coaching staff. We're just really excited to, to, to finally be into the swing with these kids because we, we got a lot of positive um, kids are ready to work. And, and the chemistry just feels good, you know. Uh, you know, one of the things, you know, I've always kind of looked at it as a coach, you know, if you if, if you can be smiling while you're working, you forget you're working. And, and that's the kind of the, the culture we're trying to get to, you know, with practice and things like that. We're working hard, but we want to be laughing and having a good time as well. What are kind of uh, the next steps for you guys after the seven-on-seven seven in pre- preparation for the season? Now, we have uh, – uh, obviously, we'll consider the three weeks, you know, moving in uh, to next week. We'll practice five days a week. We have another event scheduled uh, next Wednesday, uh, joint practice actually up in Chambersburg. Uh, Chambersburg. Um, and, you know, that's obviously a new thing that's been uh, going around this year. So, you know, we wanted to give the kids, you know, in this three weeks as many uh, uh, new experiences as possible. And, again, just, just kind of go after these next three weeks with, uh, you know, in all reality, my first time here being the head coach, uh, an actual normal, not having to worry about right. anything situation. So we really want to throw these kids out there and give them as much positive experience as possible. And then here in a couple minutes, you guys get to uh, take on James Wood here in the field in front of us. So, uh, Max, if you need to get going here to go uh, stretch out and get ready, what can we uh, expect from you here quickly here in this uh, seven-on-seven? Because when we're uh, talking with Musselman's Brian Thomas here after this, cameras are going to be on you out there. Uh, you know, we're just going to go out and win. You know, I'm going to complete some passes, play good on defense. Uh, really hope that we lock in on defense and bring the energy to this game and go out and win. So we appreciate you. If you want to go, uh, go ahead and go stretch out, get ready to go. If not, you can hang out here with us. It's up to you. But right. we appreciate uh, your time here yeah. with us. Thank you for Coach having Sims, me. Coach Sims, do you need to uh, go as well? You want to stick around here for a little bit? Oh, I can stick around. That's fine. All righty. So we'll transition now and uh, talk a little bit more offensive and defensive-wise between you. Thank you, Max, here for joining us as he – it's ready to go. Uh, what are the strengths that your team uh, has out there, offensively and defensively? I think I think the big thing, is our strength just just left the table, you know, and, and Max Anderson. So, um, uh, yeah. So, so again, that the, the you kind of saw there, you know, that's a kid that is coming going into a sophomore year. So, um, in regards to things like that, you know, the poise couldn't be better. The leadership couldn't be better. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I mean, look at him. He's only going to be a sophomore. So, the size isn't a factor. You know, and, and we kind of just keep telling, you know, uh, you know, 
we kind of say, well, the strength of our team is is our youth, you know, because you got to remember the hits we may take now or the magic we may in two years. And I think you got to love his, you know, his confidence and the way he uh, carries himself as a sophomore and as your starting quarterback. So, you know, that's got to be pretty exciting about this team this year. And uh, an early look at it here today. Um, who else maybe has has surprised you a little bit? We, we talked about guys that you know are coming back that you think could fill a role, but any of the younger guys kind of surprise you and how quickly they picked things up, maybe some of the freshmen and sophomores? Uh, yeah, you know, we're really excited about Peon Mills. Uh, you know, he's number two last year. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say in any way it surprised us. Um, if you remember last year, he was uh, a freshman, started at slot some of the, the time, started in the backfield, had almost 1,000 total yards. So nothing, nothing necessarily saying it surprised us, but we're really excited where, to see where he's going to be after a year of growth. Um, also, too, um, you know, uh, I think I mentioned him earlier, Alex Eaton, uh, tailback, you know, the speed he's picked up over the last year, once again, a football and a basketball kid, um, is is pretty remarkable. So, uh, you know, again, when you're getting stronger in a weight room and faster, you're doing something right. Um, also, his uh, cousin out there, uh, number 20, Isaiah Eaton, um, and again, another basketball and, and football kid uh, playing tight end for us, uh, look, looking like this year and linebacker. Uh, once again, these kids have just made strides physically. Uh, but, you know, the, the big thing is kind of just the brotherhood that you've seen uh, go in uh, to them. And, and, you know, a lot of that uh, also came from that, bas- that great basketball season we yeah. had. And, and that's something me and Coach Samples have uh, worked very closely um uh, with with that, and and that's kind of something we want Spring Mills to be about, where football and basketball are, are, are really together. And if you look out there today, many of our kids uh, uh, that are going to produce are, are basketball and football kids. So um, a lot to be excited about Spring Mills right now. Hey, you mentioned the success of the basketball team, and uh, we kind of saw that with Jefferson this year. You know, their football team had a great season, and then basketball had a great season, and that really just carried over into all the sports how important do you think that is for the community and the school? Because you know, Spring Mills is a newer school still and still trying to build, I guess, that winning mentality throughout all of the athletic programs. Yeah, and I think you said it right there. I mean, it's it's important to any school and it's important to any community. But with the newness, like you said, of Spring Mills, I think it, I think it's almost double important. You know, just just to kind of you know kind of get that you know get some wins in there, start to get some success, and oftentimes you know kind of the community and the bonding and and you know just the buy-in in general kind of follows that so you know um uh uh def- definitely you know seeing that success uh you know basketball season um uh is going to help us carry right into this football season so yeah you know oftentimes the, it seems like your football and your basketball programs kind of set the tone for for your school so you know absolutely uh, uh it's very important when Max was uh, leaving the table here, you said that he is the team's strength going into his sophomore year now as the uh, quarterback. What was it like for you uh, last year, him being a freshman, just watching him grow there throughout uh, the season? It, again, I mean, it was it was pretty spectacular, and, and I do just want to reiterate, too, you know, that was a situation where you know, the coaching staff and myself did not want to put Max out there yet, you know. You, you, you don't want to generally put a freshman quarterback uh, in triple A football. I mean, we're talking about triple A football. If I remember correctly, his first start was against Martinsburg, correct? Uh, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was. So he had to go in mid-game against Hedges, or uh, well, not even mid-game, about first quarter against Hedgesville. 
um, which, you know, that was probably the really tough one, you know, kind of getting thrown in the fire on that one. But then comes out here in Martinsburg, throws a couple touchdowns. Um, so, you know, uh, not a situation you generally want to put a freshman in, but, um, again, in regards to handling a really tough situation in a leadership role, uh, you know, not to hopefully his head doesn't get too big, but probably the best leadership employees I've seen from a kid of his age. So last few minutes here, so final question for you, Coach. Teams typically for the season have a uh, motto that they always reiterate to their uh, team to get them going. What is that for your team this year? Ours is win, and what that stands for is what's important now. And, you know, the, what, what, we're, what we're trying to get to, like I kind of uh, mentioned to, we're not looking forward, we're not looking back, we're looking at the now. So um, uh, we're just trying to stay present, stay in the moment, uh, stay focused, stay focused on what's important. Um, so um, once again, we want to be week to week, and, and, and that kind of goes with what we were talking about too, where, you know, we're trying to build a new school, we're trying to, uh, you know, build some uh, uh, support in the community. Well, you need to win. So uh, we're going to keep it simple, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, everything works out. Alrighty, thank you, Coach Sims. I'll let uh, Nick now wrap it up so we can get to our next team there in Musselman. Yeah, thank you, Coach, and uh, good luck this season, and we're looking forward to seeing how you guys do. But uh, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. When we come back, we'll be joined by Musselman head coach Brian Thomas and a Musselman player. Uh, this is the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck, because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit, right off Route 11, is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Keenan. And, and we, we are Sahara Dry Basement. Are you tired of getting water in your basement every time it rains? Or worse, even when it doesn't. Water leads to deterioration and costs you money. Call Sahara Dry Basement and let's work together to fix your wet basement problems today. We use the best products available and we are so confident in our work that we give you a lifetime guarantee. That's right. We do it right the first time or the follow-up visit is on us. We also do crawl spaces, dryer vent, and duct cleaning too. To learn more, go to saharadrybasements.com. A Honda is more than just a vehicle. It's a gateway to spring adventure. Start your adventures with Honda, the brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 0.9% APR on a 2022 Honda HRV and a 1.9% APR on a 2022 Civic or Accord. New vehicles are arriving daily at a local Honda dealer. CMA's Honda of Winchester, 3985 Valley Pike. CMA, moving lives forward. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI 2021 ACSI survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles. Are you at risk for a heart attack or stroke? WV Medicine would like to remind you it's important to recognize the signs and symptoms so you can seek medical attention fast. The acronym FAST stands for F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, and T, time to call 911. If you are having a stroke, get medical attention right away. Immediate treatment may decrease the risk of disability and prevent death. This important message is brought to you by WVU Medicine. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. 
At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Crime is on the rise. Shield yourself with a new Smith & Wesson MP 2.0 Shield Plus, chambered in 13 rounds of 9mm. Saturday, July 2nd, Valley Guns 2 is having their 7th annual sidewalk sale, featuring a wide selection of sale prices on Smith & Wesson handguns and M&P 15 rifles, like the MP Shield 2.0 Plus or the Model 642 and 442 revolvers and MP 15 Tactical chambered in 5.56. It's the 7th annual sidewalk sale at Valley Guns 2, exit 5 off I-81 in Woodwest, Virginia. Find out more at valleyguns2.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. We welcome you back to today's edition of the Sports Mix. Nick Verzellini alongside me is Colin McLaughlin. We're now joined by Musselman head coach Brian Thomas and quarterback Peyton Hartman. Uh, how you guys doing today? Uh, warm. <laughs> yeah, it's a warm one today. Uh, yeah, we're having, a, we're having a good day. Baden down there throw, throwing the ball really well today. Um, you know, just trying to trying to develop depth and come together a little bit on a day like today. So my first question will go to uh, Baden. What's it like right now doing football here as well as uh, doing baseball as you're on the uh, Berkeley Post 14 team as well? So what's it been like for you here this summer so far? It's a really uh, busy schedule. You go from football in the morning and go straight to baseball in the afternoon. So busy schedule. <laughs> what are you liking here so far today? How's uh, the team been looking and how are you doing? Uh, I think we're doing really well today. Uh, our, our receivers are running routes. Our DBs, they know, like, the coverage and everything. They know how to break on receivers, receivers and uh, quarterback catching throwing. So. Trying to hold down the fort here, too. So letting uh, Coach Thomas here talk a little bit. Uh, let's start with uh, how last season went for your team there and uh, what are you hoping to improve on here this season? Uh, disappointing year last year. Uh, you know, we finished three and seven. Uh, you know, that's the first losing record we've had at Musselman in a decade. So, you know, kind of uncharacteristic for us. But at the same point, uh, just like in life, you kind of got to learn from your lessons and learn from your mistakes. So, you know, we're trying to build on that a little bit. You know, kind of, kind of springboard us into the off season a little bit. You know, anytime you go three and seven. It kind of catches a lot of kids' eyes and say, "Hey, we got to work a little bit harder." So, you know, we've had a really good winter. Uh, we started back in January. Uh, we had a good spring, and it, you know, that's kind of carried us into the summer months here as well. And coach, you mentioned it being a disappointing season last year, and a big thing uh, that happened last year was you guys just got hit with the injury bug throughout the year. But while it wasn't a good thing at the time, it did get maybe some of those younger guys that are coming back this year. Uh, some on-field experience. So what have you seen from those guys that maybe got them a little bit more playing time last year than they expected uh, early on in this year? Yeah, uh, you know, I, th- I think we, we we have experience coming back. You know, we've had we had kind of a weird roster makeup. We have we don't have a big senior class this year, but a lot of our seniors have kind of been in and out of the battle. So, you know, you got kids like Baden down there. You got uh, Ray Adamas, Alex Skaggs, um, you know, Chris Berry. So we have some seniors that have a lot of experience. And then at the same time, um, you know, we got some younger kids that are really ready to step up. Uh, my, my JV and my freshman coaches do a good job of really developing that depth as well. So when those kids kind of move up from the freshman level to the varsity level it's not a complete culture shock for any of those guys what have you uh, liked out of the guys so far today um honestly just teamwork above anything else you know nobody's 
I don't think there's a trophy today. Nobody's taking home. If there is, you know, I don't really care about taking a trophy home or winning first place or doing anything like that today. You just kind of want to come out and get better and go through reps. Uh, and I see a lot of that. I see a lot of encouragement. You know, a lot of people think it's just about scoring touchdowns or guarding people, but it's about coming together um, as a team and trusting the guys that you play with. So I've really seen a lot of uh, together togetherness, a lot of encouragement from our teammates from one guy to the next guy. We were just uh, earlier joined there by Coach Sims of uh, Spring Mills, and he was telling us how it's a little bit different, obviously, between a 7-on-7 and actual football out there on the field. But how much has uh, a thing like the 7-on-7 tournament help a team for you guys this year? We play them week one, so you guys you guys are going to tell me what he's running and what they're doing. I mean, <laughs> he's right in front of us right now, so yeah. you got to keep one yeah. eye here on the camera and one eye yeah. right behind the camera to see how they're doing. <laughs> I mean, a seven-on-seven is good for certain aspects. You know, you talk about, like I said, be, getting the kids around each other and kind of developing uh, that team camaraderie a little bit. But at the same time, uh, it's not real football. You know, real football is not till you get the pads on. You know, I like to tell the story. I, I'm not going to mention any teams by name. We played a team one year uh, in our conference in a seven-on-seven. Seven. They beat us 40 to nothing in the seven-on-seven. When we played them in the regular season, we beat them 42 to nothing. So, you know, the seven-on-seven is not not really a true gauge. Um, But at the same time, it it does have its good parts because it gets your kids just around each other and getting closer together. But, you know, at the same point, um, you know, I'm a big believer in you got to run the football and you got to stop the run, and we're not doing that out here today until you get pads on. So there's that next aspect of, of the contact part of things. So since you just mentioned you like to run the football there, I'm going to ask your quarterback here to my right, uh, what do you like to do uh, there, Hartman? I like to sling, sling the ball, you know, just throw it downfield, hope the receiver catches it. But I like to run too, if I had a chance. So what are your uh, goals here this year? As we already mentioned, a uh, different season last year first losing record in a decade your coach mentioned so what are you hoping to bring the table here for uh muscle to make sure that the season turns around for you guys uh, i definitely want to have a uh above 500 season and i want to make the playoffs and hopefully go state championship so how are you going to be uh working this offseason to make sure that happens uh all my teammates they've been pushing me i've been pushing them go hard during our training like off season in the weight room on the track and on the field and coach you mentioned seven on seven not being the same as an actual 11 on 11 i mentioned this to coach sims too as a former offensive lineman you know we would always get kind of bummed out when seven on sevens were happening but you guys have the lineman competition today uh what kind of goes into that and, and who you got participating yeah, they've done, uh, you know, Coach Sherman, um, and I know, you know, all Martinsburg staff had a hand in this. They've done a really good job setting this thing up. And like you said, you know, you, I'm a big believer and it takes the guys up front. You know, we've had, we've had a lot of good running backs over the years and, you know, they'll all, they'll all be the first to tell you, you know, they haven't got their <laughs> yeah, success. Take the camera off you there, man, so that we don't see everybody, uh, with the big guys flinching here from this B. Sorry, so, Coach. You know, you're good. You're good. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we, we got we got five offensive linemen competing down here today, um, you know, just kind of getting after with the lineman challenge. But, you know, those those big boys up front, you can't do anything. You can sit there and say you want to throw the ball all day, but if you're getting pressure in your face right away, you're not going to throw the ball. Um, so, you know, it, it takes the big boys up front to make things happen. All right, you've been advocating here, uh, Nick, there for the linemen making sure to get in on the 7v7 tournament. So I'm going to now advocate for a position that I did back in high school, and that was – kicking as a kicker 
never did the seven on seven, never really had anything much to do over the summer until practices started. So, Coach Thomas, when can we uh, start seeing kickers out here, maybe have a little kicking competition? They're trying to see how the field goals go, maybe even punting as well. Hey, uh, I guess we got to go talk to Coach Sherman. We got to say, listen, new seven on seven rules. After touchdown, just line it up, snap, hold, kick. Get it through a little bit. That'd be that'd be kind of like a different twist, but you know you're right. Those, Football's all three. You got to go offense, defense, special teams. teams. Why special right. teams getting left out here? Today? I, I don't. I guess we could punt and and, and kick off and uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know I, I feel yeah. like just during that same time there during the yeah. tug of war, you could have a little kick and competition kick, kick going off. on. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I, I like it. This yeah. is the idea that you can. I'll bring it to the table. Yeah, I am all for it here. So take it and roll with that. I'll ask. Coach Sherman there when he's on here at 12:30 about that. Now nah, kickers are. I mean, you're right. Kickers are such a, a part of the game that you know you you do get out and worry about this stuff. But you know you don't have a kid that can put it through the uprights. Those points catch up with you. You know, and then and even from a kickoff standpoint, you could lose field position. So you know, all jokes aside, the the kicking aspect is a, a really big aspect of what you do on a Friday night. And we talked about uh, a little bit about last year and the season not quite going your guys' way. And I can remember, too, you guys played a really tough schedule. What's the schedule look like for you this upcoming season? I'm sure you're trying to get in, again, another really tough one for you guys. Uh, schedule this year is exactly the same as it was last year, um, which which is, is tough, you know. But at the same time, um, I don't know, I don't want to say any teams by names, but at the same time, there's some teams you don't want to play because you really, you know, you, you want the the better competition you know i always laugh at the i always laugh at the teams that don't want to play martinsburg throughout the rest of the state right. just because it's like you know you, don't, you have to well yeah <laughs> you, i mean it, but we you know we, we embrace that challenge you know and in, in fact on in, in the covid year there was talks where if things fell through we were going to play them a second time just because you know if, if you want to be the best and that's truly your goal you know you got to play those teams you know playing somebody that you're going to beat 50 to nothing's not going to make you better so you know our schedule this year, um, you know, we play our EPAC teams, which, you know, I, I've said year after year, our conference is as tough as they come. You know, you look at, you know, everybody, you know, Coach Simpson, Coach Sims, uh, Coach Hunter, uh, Coach Faircloth, Coach Sherman, they all do a good job of, of getting their squads ready, and we play good quality football. And then outside of that, um, you know, we play Sharando who's a Virginia powerhouse. Uh, we play Wheeling Park, who's one of the top teams in the state. Morgantown, a top team in the state. Uh, Parkersburg, top team in the state. Um, I'm missing somebody. Bridgeport. Bridgeport, yeah, well, yeah. Another yeah, top team, yeah. Yeah, but yeah another, another, yeah, shoot, they might be the toughest one. Um, so, you know, you, you, you play that non-conference schedule, you're playing all teams that are, are all five of those teams I mentioned non-conference are playoff teams. You know, they're potentially top ten teams. So we're not going to run from anybody. You know, if you want to be the best team, then you gotta you got to walk the walk. You just can't sit there and say, hey, you know, we, we'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere. But if you're not going to do that, then – yeah, it's just it's not it's not going to make you better. So I'll ask you, uh, Baden, what uh, teams are you looking forward to uh, playing here this season? All of them. All of them. I want to uh, prove to my team that we can come back from last year and have a winning season. Who have you uh, been working with so far here this year, uh, and what are you getting ready to do here uh, coming up for the season, working football wise? Uh, receivers mainly, just get catch and throw. Uh, line like know their jobs and have me run up the middle. Who are some of uh, your receivers that uh, you like there out there with your team so far? Uh, Ray Adamez and Logan Shelton. They're, I think they're the top two in the state. Who do you, uh, other than those two guys that 
Baden just mentioned Coach have here uh, this year and who can we uh, look forward to seeing here this upcoming season offensively and defensively? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, you got, you know, Ray and Logan were both all-conference receivers last year, so I think everybody kind of knows them. They're really good players. Uh, Troy Wollaston is a young man that last year is the first year he's played football, and he kind of, you know, he he got better, and he got better, and he had a knee injury. Uh, he actually dislocated his kneecap there about halfway through the season, right when he was starting to take off, and he's really came along this year where, you know, he's a tight end that we can line him up, line him up tight. We can flex him out. We can do some different stuff with him. So, so Troy's a big name. Um, and then we got some young guys, too. You know, you got Isaiah Beard's a good receiver uh, for us. Um, you know, uh, Braden Miller's a good receiver. Dalton Haynes is a good receiver. Um, Alex Skaggs is a senior that, you know, he's going to carry the ball first, some for us, uh, probably catch it out of the backfield. Uh, you know, he'll be a big part defensively to, to what we're doing. Um, man, I, I don't want to forget anybody. Chris Berry, you know, Chris Berry's a kid that, he plays free safety for us, so he's kind of our he's kind of our captain on defense to set everything up. Um, you know, we got good linebackers, Anthony Cornell, uh, Kobe Moneypenny. I really feel like we're kind of back to the point this year where we're deep. You know, I really don't feel like. We had, we had a lot of years where we were really successful as a program, and we were deep, um, you know, really too deep. And I think we're back to that this year, where we got a we got a good unit. Um, you know, we're going to have our varsity team's going to have 60 plus kids on it. So, you know, I, I feel you know, like on a day like today, we're trying to develop that depth. So I could go on and on. We got a lot of names. We're, we're just we got a lot of kids this year. Baden, we talked about injuries, and you went down with an injury last year. Uh, how frustrating was that last season to have that injury? And then, I guess, uh, how exciting is it now to be back and, and back to full strength and uh, have a season to kind of make up for what happened last year? It was uh, really frustrating just sitting on the sidelines because I usually, like, don't do that. So, like, to see my team, like, struggle without me, it was, it was hard to watch. But <clears throat> I hope this year I stay healthy and can compete with everyone. What's your favorite thing here about uh, getting to play football? Probably hitting people and throwing the ball. <laughs> Not at the same time, obviously, but uh, what are your strengths that uh, you feel like are uh, what we can, I guess, see you grow from here this season? Uh, just probably my accuracy. Last year I really wasn't that accurate, but this year I like focused on like being more accurate this year so he said he says that and i'm going to interject. i was about to say i was going to ask you if you agree with that so far today in the seven on seven so he misfired on a ball last game and he kind of came back and i said you're good man i said it was the wind and he's like i know and if he would have lied to me and just told me it was the wind (laughs) then we would have said it was all right but yeah he no he's right yeah he is he is an accurate quarterback i'll throw in on that too he's not going to brag on himself but his leadership you know, but Baden's a kid that he he shows up every single day. Um, he works hard. You know, the other day we had an early morning workout, and, and I said to the guys, I said, man, you guys look tired today. And he was the first one. He said, I'm not tired, Coach. I'm ready to go. So, you know, he, he, he's such a leader for our team. What else, uh, just go into more detail between the relationship that uh, you guys have together here between a uh, head coach and a quarterback? Yeah, um, you know, I won't brag on him too much because his head is going to get big. But, you know, B- Baden's been around. Me and my wife were actually talking about him the other day. 
just because, you know, obviously everybody knows his older brother, Blake. And Baden's been around the program. You know, his dad's one of my assistant coaches since, I don't know, I mean, I feel like forever. You know, I feel like there was a time in my life where I was like, man, this kid's never going to grow. He's always going to be four foot nothing. Uh, so I feel like I've known him forever. Um, you know, I, I remember his favorite team's the Packers. So I remember when he was a kid, I, always, I would always do like the discount double, like, like the Aaron Rodgers discount double check to him. And he would always look at me like, man, this guy's crazy. But, uh, you know, then he opened up to me when he was a kid and started talking to me. So, you know, I got nothing but love for Baden. Um, you know, proud of him, you know, watching him grow up, just the person that he is, you know, not just on the football field, but in the community and in the school. Um, you know, he, he, he's a great person. So even outside of football, he's going to succeed in his life. Coach, I know you like to uh, run the football, but with those two uh – receivers coming back and the way Baden's been throwing it today you might have to open it up a little bit this year yeah I'm a believer in you kind of take what you're given you know the the I go back to the one year we made the state semifinals when we had Trey Beer Trey Beard as, as our quarterback um and we had a lot of skill we came out one week and I think we ran the ball I think we had like 65 plays and I think we ran the ball 50 plays out of 65 plays and the next week we played somebody who was playing us in cover zero and I think we threw the ball like 48 times so I'm a big believer in you know you got to be ready to do everything and whatever the defense takes you you know i won't be afraid to come out one week and just run 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 if that's what they're giving us and the next week if they're giving us a, a passing attack to kind of put the game on baden's shoulders and say hey win this for us so you just mentioned just the uh planning and the differences there for it we're right now in front of us here in field one as it just concludes uh watching spring mills who you already mentioned the week one opponent so how is a thing like the uh seven on seven help you i guess scout teams that you will be facing this year yeah i'm gonna be honest with you and i'm I'm not just blowing smoke here i won't even watch any of these guys i'm just today i'm just worried about our kids and and our kids developing the confidence with each other um and doing things correctly like i said to you guys earlier it's, it's it's different you know when you get pads on so you know, with all due respect to Spring Mills, I'm not saying I'm not watching them because I'm not worried about them. I just, you know, I won't really care about what they do until they get pads on and they have those scrimmages. That's fair. And I uh, wanted to get now your perspective that we uh, asked earlier, Baden, about the relationship between uh, you and Coach Thomas. I'll let you now uh, answer that. How has that relationship uh, started and where is it at now between you guys? Uh, whenever I was younger, I really didn't like talk much to him, but like whenever I started coming in as an eighth grader for my freshman year, like he started trusting me, and I started trusting him, like all the way out through my senior year. Just good relationship between him. And how has it, uh, Coach Thomas helped you grow as a uh, quarterback? Uh, he trusts me a lot, so that like puts confidence in me. So it's all. Hmm. And Kate, you mentioned seven on sevens kind of being more about you guys focusing on uh, yourselves. What have you, uh, or what do you want to see maybe that you didn't see earlier in the seven on seven? Because uh, you said things looked pretty good earlier, but what were some things that you maybe still want to clean up today and get better throughout the day? Try and develop depth. You know, you look at a kid like Baden, I, I, I know what Baden's going to bring to the table. I've coached him for three years, and I know, 
you know, I know on a Friday night what he's going to do. You know, and you look at some of those kids, like you look at like, a, you know, Ray Adamas and Alex Skaggs and Chris Berry, some of the seniors that I've mentioned, I know what they're going to do. Um, really trying to work on, you know, throughout the rest of the day developing that depth. You know, if we can get some of those kids that – really didn't play a lot last year on Friday nights, but they're ready. You know, if we can get them kind of trusting themselves and each other out here and we develop that depth, I think that's going to go a long way uh, for what we're going to do in the fall. And we talked about with Coach Sims, too, uh, you know, with COVID and everything, that's kind of not behind us completely, but it's behind us in terms of it doesn't really affect your day-to-day life like it did before. And uh, you guys can have that first real off season in a while. Uh, so that's got to be exciting with a good core coming back yeah at muscleman high school we put so much stock into our off season you know our, our, our lifting program you know we preach it to the kids if i always preach to the kids i like it i'm, I'm a big believer in play every sport that you can you know you look at baden you know baden was second team all state baseball yeah he made got got named to the second team all state baseball team and you know i'm never going to tell baden like hey man skip baseball today and come to like i'm a big believer play every sport that you can but at the same point if you're not playing another sport then you need to be in the weight room and you know we put a lot of stock into the the off-season program that we do and we really haven't had one of those like you mentioned in about two years just because you know you got to you got to wear your mask. You got to separate and only go 10 kids at a time. You can't be indoors. You know, there's so many restrictions. You know, this year was really kind of the first sense of normalcy that we've had in about two years. So, you know, I think that's kind of the, the kind of I think that kind of hurt us a little bit last year going into talking about, you know, the losing record and all that stuff. But at the same time, I think our kids are, are understanding that more now and it's starting to help them to bring us together a little bit. And Baden, he mentioned uh, playing multiple sports and playing baseball for you. Is there anything that maybe transitions between baseball and football that you take from each sport? Uh, just working hard in both sports. Just go as hard as you can. Yeah. Colin, you got anything? I was going to ask uh, Baden again here, what does he feel like, uh, I guess, in the moment quarterback-wise, what are you always going through play-wise in your head? Just walk us through a certain – scenario or what do you expect throughout each and every play and how do you adapt when things change uh the first thing i look at is like the safeties like where the safeties are at on my receivers and then i go down to the linebackers like how if they're if they have three linebackers two linebackers and then d-line like what alignments they're in see which like gap to run in through what is i guess uh we already said favorite part about playing football but what are you hoping to accomplish here this season with your team uh, just uh, a winning record and hopefully we do that this year and i think we will and then for you uh coach we already mentioned a little bit about the uh season but get into last season two here some more how have you seen your guys grow throughout the off season um, you know, kind of, kind of, that's kind of a little bit on the last question too. Just talking about the off season that we've had is, you know, our our kids, like I said, we put a lot of stock in that. So the more your kids are around each other, the more they kind of develop those relationships, those you know, those family relationships and those bonds. You know, so, sometimes to me, the best part, the best part about about developing a team is what goes on in the locker room and just getting kids to. You know, fighting over who's got the aux cord or what music we're listening to. Um, you know, I still, I still like to pump out the George Strait every once in a while in the weight room and take that thing over and not listening to whatever the whatever in the world they're listening to now. But uh, 
um, you know, I think that's where you develop some of your stuff. So, you know, just talking about your team development and coming together, I just think the more we're around each other um, and the more that we can get, you know, that attendance in the offseason stuff and the buy-in, which our kids our kids do a really, you know, every day this week we've had 50-plus kids uh, to our workouts. So, you know, we're getting a really good buy-in from our players. And, I, and like I said earlier, I think that that closeness and that's, that togetherness will then, you know, will help you in the fall when you get on the field, you know, kind of that trust level. About a few minutes left here as we're joined on the sports mix by Musselman quarterback Baden Hartman as well as the head coach of the Appleman here in Brian Thomas. I uh, ended the last segment there asking Coach Sims, what's the motto team-wise this year for uh, his team? And I want to ask you the uh, same question there, Coach Thomas. What's your motto or uh, theme that you're going to have here this year for your team? Uh, I mean, we live by the word fleet. That's that's what our program, our values and cores are based on. You know, we, we a lot of our kids post that on social media. You know, you, you come to our, our facilities in South Berkeley, you know, you see the word fleet everywhere. So we kind of live, you know, we kind of base our core values on that word. I think if you put those five letters together, that acronym fleet, and you put those five letters together, I think if you can accomplish kind of what that stands for, we preach about that constantly, then I think, you know, not only will you be a successful team, but more importantly, a, su- a successful person. Person in life. What does that uh, acronym stand for here? Yeah, uh, the F stands for family, which we've kind of talked about, you know, coming together as a family and just kind of, you know, developing that trust and that love for one another. Uh, leadership, you know, I, I'm a big person on in life. Um, you know, every successful organization, whether it's a football team, whether it's a, you know, a business, you need good leadership. Um, whether it be for me, you know, I try to be a good leader to the young men, but, you know, a kid like Baden, you know, a good leader, um, an example for, for uh, his teammates, uh, you know, constantly talking about the word effort. You know, I, I, I preach that to my 10-year-old son is, you know, you might have a bad day with what you're doing, but you can never let anybody outwork you and outtry you. Um, uh, attitude, you know, you see so much in the world when somebody fails you know the first thing they do is they kind of drop those shoulders and I, I'm, I'm not about that you know I'm about positive attitudes and you know about a, a, a loving attitude and then you know last but not least toughness you know I'm the, I'm the type of person that you know I, I might not be as fast as you I might not be as big as you but I'm going to crap and claw, crawl and uh, you know that's kind of kind of what I live by as a player and that's kind of what I try to live by as a coach too. When I ask you uh, the same question what does that uh, term fleet there mean to you Baden? Uh, it means like everything that we do around Muslim football, you know, uh, like we might not be as fast and like strong as other teams, but we're going to be more tough than like, everyone else. And leadership, we're going to have much more leadership in this year than what we had last year. Can we uh, wrap things up. What do you want to say to everybody back there at Musselman that might be uh, tuning in that gives them uh, some encouragement looking forward here to the season? We're going to have a winning season. I like it. How about man, you, Coach? I like that. Man, a few words. Um, first off, it's really hot out here, so when we get this done, I'm going to get something to drink. I'm sweating. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, we're going to try to do the right things. As uh, You know, if I had to say anybody to South Berkeley, we're going to try to do the right things um, on the field, but more importantly in the community. You know, we want our kids to, to show up to class, to respect people, um, you know, and to do those right things. If you do those right things, then usually it leads to success on the field. So, you know, just constantly trying to trying to represent, um, you know, the South Berkeley community and just be uh, young men that, that people can take pride in. All right. So I think that does it for this segment, Coach. We appreciate you, Baden. We appreciate you coming on as well. And uh, on the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Washington head coach Glenn Simpson. 
and a Washington player as well. This is the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. When you do the same thing for 135 years, you learn to do it well. For 135 years, we've been helping families through the hardest times of their lives. That's because we're a family as well. When your family loses a loved one, we're here to help. We're Brown Funeral Home in Martinsburg, Inwood, and Charlestown, Ranson. We're here when you need us. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Keenan. And we are Sahara Dry Basement. Are you tired of getting water in your basement every time it rains? Or worse, even when it doesn't. Water leads to deterioration and costs you money. Call Sahara Dry Basement and let's work together to fix your wet basement problems today. We use the best products available and we are so confident in our work that we give you a lifetime guarantee. That's right. We do it right the first time or the follow-up visit is on us. We also do crawl spaces, dryer vent, and duct cleaning too. To learn more, go to saharadrybasements.com. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. At Mountaineer Kitchens and Baths, we ensure your home is both beautiful and functional. We've been taking care of our neighbors for over 25 years. We specialize in kitchen and bathroom remodeling from start to finish, from design until installation. Whether it's countertops, cabinets, backsplashes, or full baths, we've got you covered. Custom work done with care. We are Mountaineer Kitchens and Baths. You, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. We welcome you back to today's edition of the Sports Mix. Nick Verzellini alongside me, Colin McLaughlin. We're now joined by head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson and Joe Verbal. Uh, guys, how you doing today? Good. Oh, having a great day today. Beautiful day to play some football. Yeah, Wayne's howling. It's a uh, very warm day, so uh, just ask first, uh, how's the uh, games that you guys already have had here at the 7 uh, v 7 going uh, so far for you, coach? We're going very well. We're learning a lot of stuff. We're, uh, you know, putting into practice those things that we've been working on. And uh, the guys are learning a lot, competing, and having a blast. So what uh, do you get to see, actually, from your team here in a uh, 7v7 standpoint that uh, will transition, actually, over once it becomes actual football season? Well, one of the things we get to do is is we get to uh, work our coverages against uh, open offenses. 
So uh, working our coverages, seeing our guys compete individually, uh, my players know that they are being evaluated every time they are present with us. So whether it's a seven on seven, whether it's practice, the weight room, uh, checkers, whatever, they are being evaluated. So being able to go out there and compete when uh, the lights are on, so to speak, and see how people respond, that is huge for our program. Coach, back-to-back five-win seasons for your team. Uh, one of those resulted in a playoff spot last year. You potentially had an opportunity but came up short in that final game of the season. Uh, the good thing there is consistency. You've seen your team be competitive back-to-back years, but uh, this year I'm sure you want to take that next step and, and get a winning record and, and get back into the playoffs. That is absolutely correct. Um, for the first time in our school's history, we had back-to-back non-losing seasons. And to some people that may sound uh, a little weird to say, but that is that is our program. That is our that is where we've come from. And uh, these young men have have bought into our program, and they are looking for much bigger things than a non-losing season. Joe, how's the off-season gone so far for you? And uh, what are you looking forward to about this year? Off-season's going pretty well. Guys are learning quick, getting things done right. Um, Looking forward to a good season, more more of a winning record this year. Um, got a pretty good line, backfield pretty speedy. I think we're set. What do you like about the uh, seven on seven so far? Seven on seven, the guys get to learn more, see what they're going against, and um, you know, put things together, put what we've been practicing on the field. You mentioned. Uh before we were talking that you are quarterback as well as getting to do some uh, receiving and uh, defensive back as well there on the opposite side of the ball. Uh, so I'll just ask first, uh, what's your favorite to do? And then uh, what are you uh, most likely going to be doing the most of here this season? Favorite wide receiver, but, you know, my team needs a leader, so I'm going to take it and be quarterback for him. So what are you hoping uh, to succeed in here in this quarterback role for uh, this season then? Just get whatever we need done fill in assignments, make sure everyone does their assignment, and win the season. What are your uh, strengths that you think you have there uh, quarterback-wise, and what are some things that uh, you're hoping to improve on here this season? Speed, strength, I'm just hoping to improve it on my throwing and reading. What you, uh, oh, I was going to ask him the same thing there for uh, Coach Simpson. What do you like here out of uh, your quarterback so far? Well, he's been very much a team player. When when I approached him about stepping into that role, it's not a role that he had played a lot of. And he saw the need for his team, and so he, he jumped right on it. Didn't didn't hesitate. It was, Joe, I, you want to play quarterback? Yes, sir. And so that's how we've approached it moving forward. And, uh, you know, he's being evaluated, and he gets coached up. Uh, you know, we... We don't uh, play patty cakes with anybody. We coach hard over here, but we coach in the right way. We coach them hard, but but it's always with the, the end goal of getting better. So he's he's done a great job of that. Your team overall is a run-first team traditionally. I, I would expect that to probably still be the same this year, but uh, – do you think Joe maybe brings a little bit more stability to the quarterback position for you and consistency? Well, I don't know about that. Uh, that's that's taking something away from the guys who played quarterback for me last year. Uh, the guys that I had last year gave me everything they had, and, and they are part of the reason why we had the success that we've had the last two years. 
Uh, one of the young men who played quarterback for us last year, Rodrigo Delgado, is moving over to our fullback position. So bringing now JoJo into the quarterback position, I feel like uh, that gives me two strong runners in the backfield out of our single wing offense and uh, puts the ball in JoJo's hands more than when we had him at another position, when we had him at wing. And Joe did a great job for us at wing. But now we need something else from him. Walk us through here, as we've already mentioned, uh, last year going five wins. Uh, let's look into this year's uh, schedule for your team, uh, who you guys have on the schedule and what uh, you're looking forward to this season, Coach. I'm looking forward to 1-0 and each week. That's what I'm looking forward to. Everybody on our schedule, whether it's uh, we've got uh, scrimmages at the beginning, even though they are practices, there are opportunities to compete and get better, and, and we can – we can talk about wins and losses there and how we compete, not really keeping score. But then once we uh, open up Thursday night with Hedgesville, then it gets real, and we'll be 100% focused on Hedgesville until Hedgesville is done. Are there any uh, new teams here this year on the uh, schedule, or is it same as last year? Old over from last year. All righty. So what are you uh, hoping to improve on in the games that you did have the uh, losses in then? Well, it's... <laughs> The, the things we want to improve on in, in those games are things that we want to improve on in every game. We want to be more consistent in our uh, assignments on offense. Uh, we want to be uh, we want to be tougher. We want to be tougher than we've been in the past. All right. We want to be tougher than we were last year. That's part of what our offense brings is is a physical and mental toughness. And we've built on that over the last three years. We want to continue to build on that. And we're going if we do that. We stay assignment sound and we stay tough, we stay committed, we keep this brotherhood tight, we are going to have more success throughout the year. And then uh, let's now go over and, as you mentioned, uh, trying to build on that. Got a lot of returning guys here this year as well. Uh, who are some guys that we can watch out for returning-wise and then uh, some newcomers to the team that might uh, be some standout that maybe not people will be uh, too familiar with yet? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you look at our line. Uh, I I will put my line up against anybody in the in the state. We got we got a, a great group of young men. Uh, Zach Wharton leading that group, uh, playing the tackle for us. He is he is one tough hombre playing uh, outside tackle and nose guard. Uh, he's he's an awesome football player. Uh, John John Brewster will be uh, playing one of our uh, guard spots. And uh, he is a massive man that can move. He's physical. He's nasty. Plays hard. Uh, another D lineman there. Uh, so our line, we got a lot of guys coming back on that line that are going to get some work done. As far as some new guys, we still got to wait and see on the new guys, right? I think we, I think we ought to have an eye on Rodrigo Delgado. Okay, Rodrigo played a lot of ball for us last year as a sophomore. He's grown a lot as, as a, a young man, Will, between his uh, sophomore and junior year. And playing our uh, fullback position, I think he's primed for a big year. And, of course, I think JoJo's going to have an outstanding season. Coach, uh, you talked about kind of the idea of back-to-back non-losing seasons and wanting to get over the hump. What would you would you say that the, the players are maybe embracing things this year to get over that hump? Or have you seen any change maybe in terms of the guys uh, 
just commitment to the team. This leadership group has been outstanding. Guys like DJ Smith, Chase Crutchley, Zach Wharton, Joe Vrobel, uh, there are many others, uh, and I, I hope uh, I hope I don't make any of them mad by not not uh, recalling their name right now. But I got a leadership group that very much believes in what we're doing, and they are the heartbeat of the program. And so they lead our guys, and they believe in what we're doing. They believe that there is history to be made in our program. They believe that they are the group to do something that's never been done at Washington High School before. I'll ask uh, you, Joe, that same question there. Do you attest to just uh, that shift in uh, culture there at uh, Washington, and how are you as a leader making sure that that goes for the uh, entire team? I say we got a good group of leaders. You know, the boys listen to them. They get things right. My past years being here, all the leaders have been amazing. So we're, like, we're just keeping it going. Any nerves being in that leadership role now for you, or do you feel like the uh, leaders that you had before you have uh, really helped you get into that leader role? They've helped me a lot. Not nervous at all. I'm ready to take it on, lead the team in, the, in what they need. What have you seen uh, from your teammates here this offseason that you've liked so far? They're committed, and they're learning quick. We talked a little bit about the uh, offensive linemen you have got coming back and the lineman competition, a part of this 7-on-7, seven seven, which is different from maybe the typical 7-on-7. Seven seven, so when we give the big some love. Yep. Uh, who all do you have competing today, and what, what do you hope to see from them in that competition? Well, we got we got a bunch of young men over there. We got uh, Jaden McCartney, John Brewster, Zach Wharton, uh, Steve Naputi. Uh, we have Kojo Sofa Mensa. We got uh, a huge group. Uh, Aiden Parker, I believe. I can't remember. I, I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. I've gone down a good list. But uh, those young men, watching them over there, they are putting it out there on the field. They are loving life right now. Like I said, giving the big some love is, is something that doesn't happen as often as it should. And Joe, how do you feel about the O-line this year? Obviously, uh, a run first kind of mentality from your football team, so they're a lot of big part of that. I love it. They're big, they move, they get where they need to be. They're, I'm loving it in the backfield. I got all the time I need. Got um, every, They do every assignment right. I haven't seen them mess up one thing yet. That's always uh, promising. I want to now transition to uh, obviously, since you're going to be the quarterback this year here, and uh, Joe, I've asked the same question to uh, both Musselman and Spring Mills that we've had earlier. What is the relationship between you and uh, your head coach here in uh, Glen Simpson? We've grown closer. We've grown a lot closer. We had some rough patches, but, you know, we got through it. We've talked about it. How has he helped you uh, grow so far as a player? He's helped me become more of a leader and talk more. I used to not be talkative, and he helped me out of that phase. Do you agree with that there over there, Coach? Yeah. What have uh, you liked here relationship-wise here between you and your quarterback? Well, Joe and I have been together in multiple sports now for several years. And I've watched the young man grow physically. I've watched him grow uh, emotionally. I've seen his maturity, his leadership. Uh, he is he is right on track where he needs to be to be the best Joe Froble that he can. How do you not only as a football player help your uh, kids grow, but also as a human being? Because obviously that's more than football. And head coaches from all around the world 
in any sport, no matter what it is, have to do that. So how do you make sure that you do that to help your kids grow? We focus on standards. All right, there's standards for behavior. Um, and they will, they, they can attest to this, and, and I don't mind them attesting to it. Like, I don't put up with language. You know, common language doesn't, doesn't work on my team. I will call you out on it. When we're in the weight room, when we got music playing, we should not have to blurt out any lyrics, right? Somebody, somebody's grandmother could be walking down the hallway, right? So we don't, I don't play games like that. So we, we have standards for behavior. I try to hold them to that while they are representing our team. And then if they take that with them moving forward, great. But it's presented to them, it's modeled for them, and the expectation is there and it's enforced. So those are the types of things that, that I try to impart on the young men and women who come through our program and uh, try to, you know, hopefully someday better be better boyfriends, husbands, wives, so on. And Coach, uh, how do you are this year kind of the first uh, normal off season in a while for your or for every team um, due to the pandemic? Uh, how does that or what has been kind of the benefit to that? Because you know this could be a big year for your team with mm -hmm. the success you've had on the field the past couple of years, and now you get to get back in the weight room and have that that normal off season. How beneficial do you hope that is for your team? Oh, I think it's going to be huge. I do. I think it's going to be huge. Um, the thing is, like, the pandemic changed the way we do business in a lot of ways. And the good things we keep, the things that are not so good we, we move on from. So being able to continue to be creative with our kids, with our time, with our the way we run our program, we're continuing to do that. So, you know, we, we don't do things like everybody else because of our experience through the, the pandemic experience. And I think it's benefited our program. Now having less restrictions, I think our guys are appreciating what we get to do together as much now as ever. Yeah, because that hasn't really been the normal uh, the last couple of years. So getting to be around the guys, getting to have that normal feel Walking it's got to bring shells all yeah. the time when's the next shoe gonna drop yeah but it also got to bring more of a uh, chemistry to the team because you're able to do more in the offseason sure. sure that that always helps now naturally we're without pads and so forth right now so what we do uh as a regular part of our practice schedule and so forth is a little different in this June period and during the seven on seven season than it is uh, when we hit August camp but uh, we still get the work in that we can we uh, you know this is pretty much a we're, we're training everybody all our new people from the neck up to operate our drills and to learn our scheme and then we'll start from from step one again August 1st and start our progressions in the pads and then it'll get real. How has, the how has the turnout been for offseason? It's been pretty outstanding. We have a, a demanding schedule. Uh, I, I don't know that anybody else tries to keep the schedule that we do. Uh, good for them if they do, but uh, we, have, we have had a bigger turnout 
this uh, this summer than I've had since I've uh, been the head coach here. Two months away from uh, the regular season here for high school. I kind of want to ask a different question to you, though, Joe, that uh, just popped in my head. You mentioned how many different uh, positions that you get to play here for Washington. Growing up and at the point now, who do you try to model your game as a football player after in the uh, professional world there in the NFL? Mm. Or you just try to... Stephon Diggs, I look up to them, but I don't want to be like them. I want to be better than them. So, like, I take, I learn from all of them. I combine, like, all the top players of what they have in the one, and I make it into me. Alrighty, here is it. Looks like these games are wrapping up, so do you guys need to get to uh, your next game, or are you good to stick around here for a couple more minutes, Coach? Well, looking at the time, I can give you a few more minutes, and then we got to go down and get ready to compete. So, who do you guys get to uh, play next? We got Sharando. Sharando, we watched them a little bit here. They, they've got uh, they've got some good players. They're a very competitive group, as is historically the case with Sharando. I'm looking forward to going down there. Group, good group of kids and uh, a nice group of coaches. Met them for the first time today and uh, can't wait to compete. Joe, is there anything you want to do better or make strides on from earlier today and in this 7-on-7 seven seven against Sharando? Uh, just my reads, making my reads better. That's all I need to work on. So, a final question for uh, each person that we've had on here for the past uh, hour now, hour and a half almost, is what's the team's uh, motto for uh, this year that you're going to really be preaching to them to uh, focus on theme-wise? This was from leadership. You need to ask Joe. Why not us? Why not us? I like it. That's the old uh, Orioles motto, so... I like that, but what is that uh, meant for you guys in your uh, team? Transition now into really going into detail about why not us. I mean, we've always been underdogs, and we're coming up. So, I mean, why not us? Why not make us the shining star? So, Seems to be a good mentality. I'll ask this then. In front of us here, team to beat, typically here around the area in Martinsburg as we're watching them here on field one. So the why not us would be obviously having your team go through them. So what are you hoping to uh, do through your team to make sure that can uh, happen? I know, obviously, I don't want you to make any bold predictions, put any bulletin board material out here for the Bulldogs, but how are you making sure your entire team's ready to go here this season to have that motto, uh, I guess, come true? Basically, everybody's studying, studying film, studying their assignments, staying in the classroom, staying in the film room with coach after um, film study is done, talk to coach, um, getting on the field, doing all the drills right, um, doing their assignments right, and all that. Any final thoughts here, coach, before we uh, let you guys go? Either on the why not us or anything else here for this season that we can look forward to for the Washington Patriots? Well, when the leadership said... That, that they wanted the theme to be why not us i said boys you're exactly right why not us i got your back let's roll all righty thank you guys here for uh joining us we'll let you go good luck for the uh rest of the day and uh try to stay cool because it is a really hot day out here at uh Coborn yes, field yes, so sir. got a thank couple minutes much. left here before the uh bottom of the hour nick uh Big uh, week here so far in sports. You want to get into uh, last night's events there? I've kind of been wanting to hold back on it, but I think it's about time that we probably talked about the uh, 
NBA Finals. Yeah, for a second I thought you meant Eastern Panhandle. I was like, I don't think we had anything last night, Colin. But, yeah, the NBA Finals last night, yes. Uh, Steph Curry drops 34. Warriors close things out. Uh, but the story continues to be for the Celtics is that they uh, turned it over way too much, didn't really match up great down the stretch, had a lot of uh, switches with Al Horford on Steph Curry, which isn't going to go uh, too well. And it just seemed like the Warriors, even though they got down early, just continued to fight throughout that game and, and pulled away. But uh, I think something, just real quick, while we wrap up that this segment is, is I like how these teams seem to all be very confident right now as you should be and uh, yeah I don't, I don't know yeah I'm exactly. loving so far uh, what we've heard so far from uh, Spring Mills there and Coach Sims as well as uh, Anderson as then Brian Thomas here with us too along with uh, Baden Hartman and now just what we had here in Joe Verobo and uh, Glenn Simpson from Washington, A lot of uh, confidence, as you mentioned, so hopefully we can see more competitive uh, things going on here as we wait for the uh, bottom of the hour. You want to take the break early? It looks like uh, yeah, let's go Ezra just, and Coach Sherman are ready to go. So yeah, we I was going to say we can we take the break here. It's going to be about a four-minute break anyway, so that will be right about when we had them scheduled. So, so we'll take the break, and then on the other side of that break, we'll talk to Coach Britt Sherman and Ezra Bajan. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. An important community announcement concerning COVID-19 testing. Beginning June 18th, the drive through COVID-19 testing site on the WVU Medicine Berkeley Medical Center campus will be closed. New walk-in COVID-19 community testing sites will be available instead at all three WVU Medicine Urgent Care locations in Charlestown, Inwood, and Spring Mills, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tests require a physician's order for symptomatic patients. Results available in 24 hours on WVU MyChart accounts. No appointment necessary. What do you get when the longest, hardest, widest runway in the state of West Virginia is asked to host the 250th birthday of Berkeley County? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness an afternoon of fun, music, and finish with the largest fireworks show worthy of a 250-year-old. Visit Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport on Sunday, July 3rd with gates opening at 2.50 p.m., of course. We'll have food trucks, libation, and something for all ages as we celebrate Berkeley 250. Go to berkeleywv250.com and click on events to get the full lineup of fun. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit right off Route 11 is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices, and we've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? 
At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepherd Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. After a two-year COVID break, Valley Guns 2 is having their seventh annual sidewalk sale on July 2nd. Browse 108 feet of sale and clearance items, such as Smith & Wesson handguns like the MP2.040 caliber full-size semi-auto and the MP2.0 compact or the Model 60 Pro Series and 442 revolver. It's the seventh annual sidewalk sale at Valley Guns 2, exit 5 off I-81 Inwood, West Virginia. Find out more at valleyguns2.com. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. We welcome you back to today's edition of the sports mix, live from Martinsburg High School at the 7 on 7s. We'll uh, finish the show with Martinsburg head coach Britt Sherman and, and quarterback Ezra Bajant. How you guys doing uh, so far in the 7-on-7, seven seven, Coach? We're doing well. We're doing well. Getting some good reps. What have you, uh, you liked here, Ezra, so far in the games that you guys got to compete um, in? Yeah, I think we're getting good reps with all our wide receivers. Having a lot of wide receivers that haven't got in, getting them in on all three of our teams that we have. So it's, it's going good. Just uh, got to witness there the game there against Loudon uh, Valley. How'd that one go for you guys? Um... We lost at the end, but it was kind of fluky, I'd say. Shouldn't have really lost. When won't, won't happen again. I like to hear that. But uh, what's it been like, I guess, hosting an event like this, uh, Coach Sherman? And what are you hoping to uh, see here the rest of the afternoon from your team? Well, it's just good. It's good for the community and, and getting uh, local teams here and, and just competing against each other. You know, we had an opportunity to go to a couple four or five hours away, but you know, that puts a lot of stress on you and your finances and your school. And, and you know, we didn't, when I saw last year when we didn't have any in the area, we started this one. And you know, Martinsburg's kind of the central location here in the area, and, and uh, we, we we're fortunate that a lot of teams wanted to come, and, and we have teams from single-way schools to to big schools in Virginia here. So it's been it's been really good just to, to bring guys into our facility. We have amazing facilities and just being able to, you know, let our guys compete. We have three teams here today. We have a have our varsity, our, our JV and our freshmen are getting to compete. So, you know, it's just all about getting those reps and getting better. So it's been really good. Well, Ezra talked about uh, wide receivers and getting some more chemistry with those guys. Obviously, Hudson Clement's gone. Kai Walker's gone. Uh, but you do have some some guys that we know coming back, Roman Pearson being one of those uh, wide receivers coming back, um, a few others. What have you seen out of that group trying to replace 
you know, Hudson Clint, which may not be, is obviously a guy you can't really replace, but you can get similar production from a lot of different guys, I think, there at that position. Yeah, he, Hudson's such a great player. He's, he is irreplaceable. But, you know, with the guys we have now, I feel like we're eight or nine deep. And uh, depending on seven on seven, you know, it's not real football. So whether they'll get in there and block and mix it up in the fall, you know, we, we have a lot of guys that we're able to play. And Roman's doing a really good job. Cash Gideon's doing a good job. Sherrod Musgrove's been in there some. He's not here today, but been doing a really good job. Jameer Hunter is uh, doing well for us. Buzz Dover, you know, Dom Brinkley. You know, we got a lot of guys. Avion Blackwood can jump in there some too. Malachi Williams. You know, so we, we've had a really, really good group of guys working and we've been able to do flex day since may so that's been really big for us and i'm glad west virginia changed that rule to where we can actually work with those guys and you know the basics are in uh now we're, we're even getting into some of the more complicated routes now and then uh we've you know even be able to pad it up a little bit with the new rules and we've got a lot of football work done here in the last two weeks Ezra, how would you uh, say your chemistry's been with your wide receiver group so far? Um, I'd say I got a lot of chemistry with um, the the young receivers and the old receivers because I'm like the scout quarterback too. So getting a lot of chemistry with them versus our starting D is good, and we usually move the ball on them pretty good. And I'm confident with our ninth receiver being out there, so that's good. Last year, you also had to uh, go towards a dual quarterback system here with. Uh, Ezra, as well as Murphy Clement there, the brother of uh, Hudson. How has that grown so far here uh, this offseason? I'll start with uh, you, Coach Sherman. Yeah, both of them are just great, great players, and and I'm happy to have both of them with me. And, you know, they they can do – different things and, and they do have some can do some similar things that we can keep in our base stuff but uh, you know that's why we try to once I kick and get as many offensive possessions as we can I wish we could have two footballs because uh, get both of them on the field but you know they're going to here at 707 they're just going to trade possessions and one of them will go and then the other one will go and unless one of them's having a really bad day or something they'll we'll keep doing that and just get as many good quality reps as they can get and uh, you know they're both throwing the ball really really well uh, today and have been here the last couple of weeks. And before I let you answer that question, Ezra, I want to get a quick add-on here to my question for you, uh, Coach Sherman. Obviously, last season there at the end, uh, Murphy Clement has to go out with a uh, foot injury. He's obviously back now. How is he looking here? Any uh, issues still with the foot? Is he uh, full 100% from uh, your eyes? He's back pretty much full full go. Um, he's, he's still got some soreness and stuff, but I had that same injury. Um, and it was about a year until you just don't feel it anymore because it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty small and, and that that type of injury is, is it's got a lot of pain with it so uh, he, he's a little sore but he's he's working through it he's been to camps uh, he just got an ODU offer and so he ran a four four at their camp and coaches love him as a running back and uh, so he's doing big things he went to the Michigan camp was the fastest kid at the camp and Harbaugh gave him a pair of. Uh, Air Jordan Cleats. I was about to say, I saw him wearing those uh, earlier. Yeah. So, so it, it's he's been doing a really good job. But Ez has too. And, and what I really like about them is how good people they are. And they cheer for each other. And they help each other. And they're just great teammates. And that's that's what makes it makes it worthwhile. Now, Ezra, what is it uh, like just growing here this year as a quarterback for you and then also have a uh, guy not only to – compete with there for a quarterback but also learn with mm-hmm. at the yeah. same time. Yeah, me and Murph are getting closer this year. Me and Hudson were really friends last year, so this year I'm going to try to be with, like real, real good friends with Murph. So, yeah, and our chemistry has been growing. Um, 
I've been like we help each other with the routes and everything. So it's always just cheer each other on and try to score every single time we get the ball. What are uh, your goals here that you've set for yourself uh, for this upcoming season? Um, I'd say just go out every possession and try to score every single possession and strike early, I'd say. I'd say last year, early in the games, I had opportunities I didn't take advantage of that this year I would take advantage of. And as we talked about, uh, Murphy received the offer to ODU. You've received an offer to Shepard, a uh, program that you're familiar with, with your brother attending there. And uh, what what's that been like to kind of get out there with the recruiting and stuff like that? Yeah, it's good. I throw with the Shepard coaches all the time, so and I know every single one of them. So we've been close for a long time, and it was cool. They came up to me. I went through at Shepard, and then they stopped me, and all, me and all the coaches had a conversation telling me that I got the offer, and I was excited. So let's now uh, go over back to you, Coach Sherman. A uh, couple schedule changes here for uh, your team this season. So what can we uh, look forward to uh, seeing uh, this year against not only new opponents, some old opponents as well, but I guess differences from this year's team and last year's team? Well, I mean, I'm excited for the schedule because all those big games we had to go on the road for last year are home. Um, so we're bringing a lot of really exciting games to Martinsburg and uh, – you know, with, with the local schools will be here except for Spring Mills and then um, the uh, Hollow Springs, Salem, and uh, Riverside games will all be here as well. Uh, so the only one we really had to find, we had trouble at the end of the year filling that spot. We like to play week 10 and have week 11 off, but uh, we had found Bishop Ireton out of Alexandria, and uh, we're playing them actually week 11. So we'll have week 10 off, week 11, and then start the playoffs. But... Um, you know, they're a team that, that, that has struggled a little bit in the private school league over there that's a really, really good league with the Matha and, and schools like that in it. So, you know, looking at the record last year, one and nine, we just can't we can't take them lightly because they, they're good in that league. They're good for being in that league anyway. And then Coach Wortham was at Woodbridge, and they won five or six state championships in Woodbridge the last, you know, two decades when he was there. So he's going to bring in some guys. Uh, so it's going to be a different team being a private school be a different team every single year so definitely they'll be good this year and then i expect when they come back here in two years they're going to be a powerhouse so. and you mentioned having a, a lot more home games this year than last year you only had i think four home games and then the travel won't be as much for you as well that will only be i think like a two-hour trip down there to, uh, for that private school game so uh, what's that like to to have a good or more favorable home schedule this year well, there's no place like home, and I know Mr. Moore and Mr. Sherman's going to like it a lot because of, uh, you know, not having to pay all those uh, bus fees and all that stuff, and our boosters will like it a lot more because they don't have to feed us and put us I, I was almost going to mention Mike, and, uh, Mike might like that a little yeah, bit more, too. And all that, too. So, no, it's good to be home. There's no place like home. We love it here. And, and uh, you know, we're just excited. When we, when we made that schedule two years ago, a lot of people called me crazy for going on the road for all those big games and stuff, but... You know, I was like, well, if we can weather the storm last year, which I think we did a pretty good job of it, then they're coming back to Martinsburg. They're coming back to Coburn, Walker Stadium in two years. So it should be really, really exciting uh, for Ezra and these guys' senior year to have all these big teams here. And as you just mentioned there, Coach, senior year for uh, Ezra. So I'll ask Ezra, uh, big target now that continues to grow on the back of the Bulldogs, getting that ninth uh, state championship here last year a 9-1 season so uh, what are your hopes here and aspirations uh, in that senior year to make sure that uh, the team gets number 10 number 10 
state championships. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say the state championship is a thing, and then beating these teams that are coming in from different states is like another thing. So we got to focus on beating these like teams out of state first, and then whenever we get to the playoffs, we'll worry about those teams in our state. What's the mentality always? Uh, I guess knowing that Martinsburg's the team to beat in this region. For uh, you playing, I guess, is it with pride knowing that? or Yeah, I'd say it's with pride. I've been around Martinsburg for a long time, watched my brother play, and he never really lost. So it's just a thing. Just don't lose and score every time you get the ball. So let's now go into offensively and defensively, who you guys have uh, coming back, coach, that we can look forward to seeing this year. Obviously, Ezra, one of them, being on both sides there. But uh, also some newcomers that we might uh, get to look forward to seeing this year. Yeah, I mean, offensively, I mean, we talked about those receivers. Um, Xavier Kendall's back, Eric King's back, and running back. Um, you know, we have a, a good group there. We got a kid named AJ Harrison, who's Millbrook's running back last year, that's with us with us now. Um, you know, and we have we have a good group of guys. Zion Grantham has worked really hard in the off season and put on a lot of weight, so uh, I think he could be a guy that can uh, play some running back for us too. And then defensively, um, I mean, I'm really excited about what we have coming back defensively. We have our leading tackler, Cam Chalice, coming back, and then we have uh, Jimmy Harden and um, uh, Nick Buskey and uh, Brady Hager, New Houston. Um, is with us now, playing in there in the middle. And uh, Kyle Fagan comes back on the outside, played really good for us. Him and Brayden Herring and Cash uh, will be playing them outside backer spots. And then the secondary, Murphy and Pearson will be our safeties with Malachi Williams and Zion, kind of helping them out there. Jameer Hunter a little bit there too. And then we have at corner, I mean, we have Sarad Musgrove, Avion Blackwood, Buzz Dover. Uh, we have a really, really good group of corners uh, with us too. And then up front, we have Aiden Fleming and E.J. Hendricks, both All-State guys coming back. And then uh, we added a kid named Rashad Reed um, from Woodruff, South Carolina, moved into that area. And uh, he's he's a, he's a really good lineman. He reminds me almost of like a, a slack. He's really big and strong. You know, he'll only be a junior. Um, and then we have Xerxes Yancey, Wes Hancock. Um, you know, we got LaDainian Weller. Got a bunch of guys that can play play that spot and a lot of those guys will play up front for us as well offensively too so uh, you know really excited about that defense front and, and secondary and, and, and our linebackers and getting our leading tackler backs big with uh, Cam Chalice yeah we mentioned uh, Murphy and Ezra getting the offers and Cam Chalice receiving an offer as well from uh, WVU wasn't it yeah yeah Cam Cam received a PWO from uh, from WVU and the great thing about Cam is he's taking care of his academics so Cam's going to have pretty much a full ride wherever Cam wants to go. So if he wants to play football at West Virginia and, and, and walk on, something I did, and, and you know, encourage kids if they want to try to play at that high level to, to do that. But, you know, he, he's done a great job with his academics. So he's, you know, he's even looking at some Ivy League schools and stuff like that. So he, he's going to be able to go pretty much wherever he wants to go for, for little to nothing because of, of the work he's done here in, in the classroom. We talk about the uh, state championships and consistently being kind of the top team in the state. How does how do you kind of keep the uh, focus during the off season and stuff, and keep that competition at a high level, knowing that you you have that talent and you know on paper you guys could definitely win the state championship, but obviously you don't win games on paper. So how do you kind of keep that focus for the team? 
Well, you got to pay attention to the details, and and, and we we're, our thing is just get better every day. We, that's what been our motto for a long time. Season, we take it one game at a time, and you know we don't talk about you know the championship game stuff like that. We're talking about Salem. We got a clock down there that's countdown to Salem, and that's what we're worried about. And uh, you know the guys have done a really good job this off season, um, being there, working out. Um, the flex days have helped because you get guys there on Monday and then you try to peer pressure them into being there the rest of the week for weightlifting. But, you know, it's important to them, it's important to our community, it's important to those guys to, uh, you know, continue that tradition. And so they're they're in there and they're putting in the work. And, you know, we have a great coaching staff as well. At one point, we had 11 guys in the weight room this year in the offseason, 11 coaches. And we were able to put kids in, through circuits, uh, lifting groups and things like that. And, you know, back 12, 15 years ago, if Coach Walker or myself got sick or something, we'd have to cancel weightlifting because we just didn't have anybody to be able to stay after school. We had other guys that worked outside jobs and stuff like that. So so to have that much commitment out of a staff, to have 11 guys there one day, you know, it, it's really just shows the, the importance and uh, the drive that these guys have to just to be there for these kids and, and do the best they can do. Now I'll transition it over to you, Ezra. What have you uh, been working on to improve here this uh, off season? Um, I've been working. I've been working out with my brother a lot. He's been going to see these quarterback coaches and stuff. So I've been getting all the information from them and working on my arm strength and getting like my core stronger and just yeah, just being more accurate, being able to put the ball wherever I want. What do you like, uh, I guess, work-wise there, ethics and everything going on uh, about the offseason that uh, you, I guess, don't typically get to do during the season? Um, Anything different between different workouts here offseason compared to regular season um, for you? Yeah, I'd say in the offseason our coaches do a great job of being there, and I hear stories about other schools around here, and there's really no no other team does it like we do. No, Nobody's as committed as us, and it shows – but, yeah, so the difference in between, um, yeah, I'd say now that, like, the season's starting to start, I'd say, yeah, the workouts are getting a little bit harder and people are starting to, little, uh, like, key in and really lock in and know their plays and stuff. How, how does uh, having Tyson as your brother and kind of have him as a resource when it comes to playing the position of quarterback, how beneficial has that been for you? Uh, it's very beneficial. He basically has it all written out for me, so... It's all there, and I have all the information, and it's just up to me to go be good and just get it right. How competitive are uh, you with him there when it comes to uh, different drills or anything else that you guys usually do as quarterbacks? Yeah, I'm really competitive, but, yeah, I'm not really. I'm really just learning off of him for real. So, yeah. Right now it's just learning, but it, it will get. Right now it's learning. It will so get you can competitive. Start beating yeah, him, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's when it's going to get competitive yeah, when you and, realize no, that you're going to beat him. So, so we work out every day too, me and him. So we always do the same workout, and I'll always go a little bit less weight. So whenever we do match up, it always is a good race, and at the end I, I always do find a way to win. So yeah, I think whenever um, I meet I I meet my max and he meets his max, it'll be it'll definitely be fun to see who would win and all the stuff we do. So how's the uh, relationship between you as a quarterback and uh, your head coach as well as quarterback coaches? Um, yeah, Coach Sherman does. Me and Coach Sherman throw, and me and Coach Lynch throw, and yeah, they do a good they they do a good job. We warm up together, and they show me drills and stuff like that. What have you uh, learned and grown from from uh, your coaches here at Martinsburg? Um, 
I'd say I've grown as like a leader, really. Um, Coach Sherman um, really made me start leading last year, and I started doing it a little bit this year, or a lot this year. So it was a little bit last year, but this year I wanted to really be that guy and be like the talker and stuff like that. So follow my brother, and that's my brother shows me that too every day. So it's good. Coach Sherman, obviously. Being uh, Ezra and the Bajan family, he's been around this program for a long time here with his uh, brother going through the same program. How have you seen him grow from being a kid up until uh, now in his senior year? Yeah, I mean, he's he's made leaps and bounds every single year. I mean, he was really small um, his freshman year, and he started school early. So I told, I've told, told a lot of people in the community, somebody I uh, whip Travis for starting these kids at four years old. I don't know who it's going to be that's going to be able to whip him. But somebody, they, they, both of them started kindergarten at four years old. So, I mean, Tyson, when he graduated, a lot of people weren't on him. And then he turned into a grown man, you know, at Shepherd. And Ezra's going to do the same thing. Yeah, they're a little, a little bit of late bloomers. But, uh, you know, that's what it's all about, seeing kids, uh, you know, grow and, and develop. And, and seeing him from just a little guy. I'll never forget him and Agnes used to come to, like, freshman track meets and, and be throwing the ball around and talk, talking crap to people, juking them and stuff up on the field and stuff. And they're little guys. And, you know, now they're playing for us. And, and you know, that's, that's what it's all about, to be a family and be, be a community like we are. And it's just uh, it's been good to see him grow up. He's a great kid. It's a great family. And, uh, you know, we're just happy that they're, they're part of our program. About midway through uh, so far here today of the seven-on-sevens, what have you liked uh, from your team, and what are you hoping to see here the uh, rest of the afternoon? Uh, I've liked uh, I've liked some stuff we've done offensively. I think we've we've been pretty crisp offensively at time. Um, uh, defensively, we need to you know, we had a couple busted coverages. We need to get everything straight with with some of that stuff. But uh, you know, we need to pick the effort up just a little bit. I do think we have uh, we have eight or nine guys, and so I think sometimes guys get tired. And, and don't run a route full speed when we can have another guy in there running it. So, you know, we need we need to pick the effort up a little bit and uh, just get you know get as many quality reps in as we can get and just just play play all out here these last two games and and wrap up and have a good day. So we're joined here on our final half hour of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 by Martinsburg head coach Britt Sherman as well as the quarterback for the Bulldogs in Ezra Bajan. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to our crew as well, Donald Kinney working on the camera, as well as uh, John Alderton helping us out here and then Avery Newport back at the studio. But uh, just got texted a, a question there for uh, you, Ezra, from John. And it's a uh, great question. Who pushes you harder? Your brother or your dad? Um, there in the beast. Uh, I say my dad does. My dad's more of like the inspirational speaker too, so he gets me hyped up while I'm uh, in a workout. Does he ever let you? Uh, I, not really slack off, but do you ever uh, get yeah, an yeah, off day okay. with him? So yeah, the What's thing with like him is with uh, your family. Up? All right. So here's the thing. So we'll start the workout, and then it gets. If Tyson like is beating me too much, then he'll like tell me go 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 like like cheat a little bit so it's like back <laughs> even and then it's really just try to try to push try to push Tyson you know so that's what we do and it's also pushing me too because I'm trying to keep up so yeah. Coach, I was going to ask you about uh, just the off season in general. Uh, this will be I think for you your first like kind of more normal off season as head coach. Uh, so what's that been like, not only for the kids, but just for you as a coach and, and your team? It's been good to get back to normal. You know, not not being a head coach back when we were having normal. You know, we have four phases uh, we, that we hit before we get into the season. And, and actually getting to hit all four of them, it's been really good. 
just because I see kids developing and I see kids, you know, we had a lot of injuries last year. And, and I, I think a lot of that was we, we just threw stuff at them in the spring. And um, had we had some some pretty big hamstring injuries and stuff like that in the spring because they were getting back into lifting, they were running track, they were in baseball. Then they go, you know, they had basketball too right, right before all that. And we tried to bunch too much stuff into that that spring when we came back that February after COVID. And uh, you know, it, it, to have a normal off season, it's just been good for for the kids for their for their development physically and their mental health. Just you know, being able to be. Be there every day, be around each other, get back to, you know, having a fuel station where they're drinking chocolate milk after they're done working out and, you know, we can feed them. And they know they have a meal at least after workouts if they can't find one later on. So it's been it's been just a lot better. It's been steady and it's been, you know, better getting back to normal uh, this offseason. And uh, it's, it's been really good. Ezra, what would you say about that as a player? Not really an experience you've had since uh, freshman year, I guess it would be. Yeah, I'd say last year was kind of weird. It was like a quick flip. So it was kind of like we're right back in this season. So, yeah, this year I was really focused on, like, this is, like, my first real offseason, uh, like, playing a full season because, like, I haven't really played that much. So playing and then, like, being able to, like, watch your highlights, see how you can get better, definitely is going to help me. And you I'm, talked about I'm excited. Sorry to cut you off there, but you talked about uh, kind of stepping up as a leader and last year being your first year as receiving playing time at the varsity level. Uh, how do you think you've grown, I guess, as a leader from last year to this year? Um, I'd say just being able to talk to anybody and feeling like I'm like the man in the room, you know. So, yeah, just more of that growing as a person and just, yeah, just being myself. Who have been kind of some of the other guys that have stepped up as leaders around you? Um, Wes Hancock is a great leader. gets gets the gym set up for me every morning. So yeah, I'd say him. He's he's another main one. What is your uh, relationship been like? I guess growing wise as we have the uh, tent here coming at us, getting saved by our table as well. But uh, what is the relationship between not only you and your receivers, but uh, your offensive line as well? Yeah, I'd say it's two it's two different things. So the receivers is it's more like serious and stuff like that. But with the line, I like to goof with the line and like joke with them. So yeah, it's definitely fun. But me and the receivers are more like business. Me and the line are more jokes. Coach, we talked about the O line and obviously a big part of the team. You uh, will have to replace some guys up front in Christian Slack and Jake Zittle, uh, along with uh, Schaffner as well. So. Uh, what what are you seeing out of your O line so far? And a few other seniors yeah, that Justin, graduated. Justin Petrie was the other yeah, guard. Petrie, yeah. yeah, so he so replacing those guys, there were three three really good guys in there in the interior. Um, so you know the work we've done so far, it's, it's been good to get into pads, but until we can really mix it up in August, uh, it, it'll be hard to to ID some of the guys in there. But uh, you know EJ and Aiden are back. They they both started. West started for us last year too. So uh, Aiden, Aiden's pretty versatile, so we're going to move him around a little bit, whether it's guard or center. Um, I think Wes and EJ will probably be tackles for us. And then at guard, we'll have uh, you know Rashad uh, working in there some with uh, LaDainian Weller, Colby LaFang, you know, Trey Motes, Will Bass. There's a bunch of guys working in, in, in that spot. Xerxes Zianci will be in there some too. Um, with those guys, so you know, there's there's some depth there, and some guys that are uh, that are going to be working really hard to to 
work in those five spots for these guys. And, uh, you know, I always tell them, guys, I love talking about quarterbacks and receivers and stuff like that, but we go as they go. If we don't have time to throw the ball, nobody knows the receiver's name. You know, if we, if we don't have – we don't open up holes for running backs, nobody knows anything about a running back. So, you know, some of those some of those holes in the state championship game, I think I could have drove my 350 through. So, you know, they, those guys played really well then. So, you know, we go as those guys go, and, and I think we have a really good group this year that can mix it up and uh, have, some, have some depth there and, and some competition. So earlier uh, when we had uh – B Tom on from Musselman. We were talking about the seven on seven setup and how you guys also have the uh, big man competition, which is great to see some representation for them as well. But I made the comment at football wise, it's offense, defense, and special teams. We get to get to uh, hopefully see any special teams here eventually at a seven on seven. Maybe get some kickers going, punting competitions or anything like that, Coach. The only problem with the kick, I'd love to do that, but it'd have to be another day. Because you ever seen them guys kick the ball? I mean, I mean that's I, why they need I've, it, though. they got to yeah, get better. I've, I've told them before, hey, just kick it to where it lands on the ground, and they'll kick it and it'll stick in a tree or go I up know. in the press box or something like that. So having those guys around here where there's people walking around, somebody's going to get templed <laughs> at some point. So we definitely have to do that in a closed environment. And uh, I, I'd love to have a kicking competition. You know, I'm a, I'm a special teams guy, so it'd be uh, – Kick, kicking and punting both, uh, but definitely would have to be another day where we clear the clear the stadium out. So our final question is typically been the I guess team motto or theme for uh, the upcoming season for each team. So what do you guys have uh, for your team here this year? Well, I just gave out a couple shirts today. Uh, we got our got our little logo. We'll be wearing our spear packs and back of coaches shirts. And it's the harder we work, the luckier we get. Because people talk about you know oh well, you guys have been lucky this and this and this and. You know, I've, one of my good friends said that to me uh, last year. He said, well, the harder you guys work, the luckier you seem to get. So that's uh, that's going to be our motto this year. All right, Coach, uh, thank you. Thank you, Ezra, as well, for joining us on the uh, Sports Mix today. We have just a few minutes left, but uh, I think we're good on, on your guys' portion. So thank you guys for coming on. Hi, right, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate it here. Thank you, Coach. I'll go over as Ezra was looking the other way on me, but I won't hold him against it. So thank you, guys, as we get ready to uh, wrap up. I know on the other side, at least radio-wise, we got the uh, Washington Nationals coming up here this uh, afternoon as they continue the uh, series against the Phillies, and hopefully they can uh, bounce back. It's been a tough uh, couple past games. I know yesterday losing 10-1 and then before that getting swept by the uh, Braves. Yeah, five straight losses going back to the final games of the uh Brewers series, so we'll see if the Nats can uh, turn things around. Um, but it's definitely been a tough stretch. And overall, Colin, I guess we'll get kind of our final thoughts on today as well and what we heard. I mean, you kind of hear a lot of the same from the coaches, which is expected, but it does seem like there's been some good competition on the field from what we've been able to see. And uh, there's I guess a lot of excitement about the football season, which is right around the corner, as we've mentioned before. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing here in a 7-on-7. We heard each coach every time they came on say it's not real football. So you got to really look at just getting these guys out here and uh, competing so that you can see maybe even though they didn't really show – Obviously, since they don't have pads, what they could probably bring to the table, you still get a pretty good look at uh, how your players are so far because you haven't really got to see that. I know uh, Coach Sherman said with the flex days, they've been uh, here and there since May, but 
that's not really as much as what you like to see coming here towards uh, the home stretch of the offseason when you can finally get these practices in here about a month from now. So a thing like this in the 7-on-7, even though each coach said it's not real football, it still helps because it gets them competitive. It gets the guys back together. And ultimately, it's a uh, pretty fun day so far, and the weather's been holding up as well. So hopefully the uh, rest of the day as they're here until 3 p.m. will continue to be a great event. So I think we enjoyed hearing from every team, and I'm looking forward to this season. Every team seems confident, and I think just like last year, we're going to have a lot of competitive teams here in the EPAC. Yeah, I would think so, too, and you really won't know until week one, though. So while this is a good early look for your team, this isn't real football like they said, but it is good for those other things. Uh, that we mentioned. So I think that pretty much does it for the show here today. Uh, shout out to our crew, Donald Kenny and John Alderson, for helping us out with the cameras and kind of doing a little bit of everything right now. They're holding the tent to make sure that that doesn't fall. And uh, Avery Newport back in the studio allowing us to be here for this event. Uh, and thanks to all the coaches uh, from Spring Mills, Josh Sims, Musselman's Brian Thomas, um, Washington's Glenn Simpson and head coach Brent Sherman as well of the Martinsburg Bulldogs and the players that joined us. Uh, that will do it for us for Common Glock. I'm Nick Verzellini saying so long.